0: Yeah. I'm Lynn Manuel Miranda.
1: I'm Celia Keenan Bolger. This is Queen Leslie. I'm Robin
0: De Jesus. I'm Aaron Davy. Hi, this is Ellen Marie Marsh. I'm LaShawn. I'm Telly Leung. Hi, I'm Eden Espinosa. I'm Laura Osnis. I'm Katie Finnerin. Hi, I'm Tanya Pinkins. I'm Karen Levo, and you are listening to the Theater People Podcast.
2: Hello, fellow theater people. Welcome to the Theater People Podcast. I'm Patrick Hines, your host. Welcome to a special midweek episode of the podcast where we are catching up with my good pal and theatre people favourite, Tony winner Daisy Egan. Daisy, as I'm sure all of you know, is the youngest female Tony Award winner. She won her Tony Award for her turn as Mary Lennox in the original Broadway production of The Secret Garden. She was also seen on Broadway in Les Mis and James Joyce's The Dead. She and her life wife, the hilarious Jordan Kye Burnett, are presenting their show, Rejected Bond Girls, at Feinstein's 54 Below on Sunday, November 15th at 9.30pm. The show will feature Daisy and Jordan, as well as Tony winner Katie Huffman, Tony nominee Beth Malone, Eric Anderson, The Skivvies, and one very special guest which we really are not allowed to talk about. I had the chance to chat with Daisy and Jordan about their upcoming show, and also got Daisy to share a few stories from her career that we forgot the first time. Here's our conversation. Daisy Egan! Hi, girl.
1: Hi, Patrick Hines. How are you? I'm
2: excellent. Welcome back to the Theater People podcast. I'm
1: really happy to be here.
2: Um, I realize that we only ever do interviews with you in living rooms. The first oh, time? Yeah. Remember the first one we did was at Vanya's and we did it in her living room? Was
1: it her living room or was it sort of her kitchen? Like her
2: kitchen. Yeah. But it was definitely not like a studio. Right. Which is just, you're, you're my friend so I can save money and be like, can you come to like a garage?
1: But does anybody... It's true. And I'm also really easy. Well... You could be like, could you come to this crack den right. and do the podcast? And I'll be like, for you, there's
2: this shooting gallery down on the Bowery. <laughs> it's and really good for sound. Yeah, there's a table. It's going to be a beautiful interview.
1: Hi, welcome back. Thanks.
2: Um, well, let's get into it. Okay.
1: So you
2: live in New York now. I do.
1: Isn't that weird?
2: Well, it's great for me because I get to see you in Monty all the time.
1: Yes. Well. Yes.
2: Um, So you're like in the, like you're doing the New York audition thing again.
1: I am. Uh, This past week was a nightmare.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Tell me everything.
1: I I mean, you know, a first world nightmare. I had um, four performances, an uh, an audition and a callback. I mean, now when I say it like that, it doesn't sound so (laughs) nightmary. (laughs) But when I was in the thick of it. It was pretty awful. Yeah, did
2: anybody die or...
1: A lot of people died. Uh Uh-huh. Like... Just sort of pieces of their soul died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, but So in New York
2: now, and I don't know if you did much of this when you were like a kid, but like in New York now, the, the community does so much stuff. Like there's yes. all the 54 Below, or I guess we should say Feinstein's 54 Below now. There's so many like things to do all mm-hmm. the time and you're doing all of them.
1: Well, I'm trying, you yeah. know, it's, I, you got to put your face back out there. I've been gone for 12 and a half years, so I have to be like, hey guys, I'm back. And I look you know i'm not a bridge troll kind of thing <laughs> right. like you have to make sure they all know you're not a bridge troll um unless that's like the your type In which (laughs) case, like, make it work.
2: And there's no judgment here. No, not at all. It takes all kinds. Like,
1: just emphasize it. Yeah. You know?
2: Do you, are you finding that a lot of the people that you're working with now are, like, lifelong fans of yours from The Secret Garden? Like, people that are like, come do my show, and
1: I've been a fan of you since I was, like, a kid. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And then we just don't talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, okay, great. Anyway.
2: (laughs) I just was watching this morning um, a clip of you on the Regis and Kathy Lee show.
1: Oh, my God. I was so exhausted when oh, really? I did that interview. Actually, I go back and I watch those occasionally. Like every five years, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to watch the like little press junket yeah. video that I have, VHS. And I, I mean, these interviews were like at six in the morning. Oh, really? Yeah, or eight, whatever. But yeah. like, you, I had to get there and be in makeup and all that stuff. They did makeup. And it's like... I watched those videos and I'm like, I'm so <laughs> exhausted.
0: <laughs> I just come
1: off as like a zombie. That's so funny. Yeah, I especially mean, on like Good Morning, whatever that was, Today was like, or America or whatever. And I I'm just that like, was like, re- what well, was
2: also Regis and Ca- well They were it was Regis and Kathy Lee, but it was his wife Joy. Yeah. yeah. And he they were talking to you like you were an idiot.
1: I know. <laughs> he goes, What do you? What's your favorite thing about school, or what's your favorite subject? And I was like, Dude, I'm in fifth grade. Right. Like, we're not studying, you know, astrophysics. I'm, well, and
2: they were also. Awesome. She was like, "And you like music, don't you, Daisy? You like music. <laughs> music is right, Daisy.
1: Yeah." And I think maybe they were used to you know their own children. Do they have children? Uh,
2: who knows? Anyway,
1: for the yeah. Love. So I was exhausted and also just like, don't insult me. Yeah.
2: Come on, <laughs> um, we need to talk about how like there's a crazy Secret Garden resurgence happening right now.
1: There seems to be. So there's
2: two concerts happening. Yeah. One one is with um, Rebecca Luker, right? Yeah. And you're hosting this, yes. And this is a benefit for um, the Make
1: a Wish Foundation, right?
2: And then yes. there's another one that Sidney Lucas is headlining, right? What's happening?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, when we found out about it, I uh, obviously I like called and emailed my agent, and I was like, "What's happening with this?" He's like, "I have no idea. I don't know who's casting it," which either means they were like really secretive, or I n- need a new agent. <laughs> um, and he, so I guess he like Facebook messaged the, the director. That was like the only way that he could kind of get to him. And he's like, "Hey, just FYI, I rep Daisy Egan, and she'd be very interested in playing Martha." And I guess he was this like, "This is for
2: the Sydney Lucas one." Yeah, and uh-huh. he was like,
1: "Great. Well, we'll put her in the mix." and that's the last we've heard. So I, mean, I don't know.
2: It's They're doing it here, right? In yeah, Lincoln Center. Oh, my God. I
1: know. I know. It's weird. Everyone's like, if they don't cast you, it's not going to make any sense. And I agree. Yeah. And I'm also like, look, I can, I can understand. Like, you haven't heard me in a long time. Maybe you're worried that I'm like, I've become terrible. But bridge like, troll. A bridge troll. Yeah. But it's one night. Like, even if I'm terrible... It's not like you have to keep selling tickets. Right. You've already sold the ticket.
2: right. you know right, that's
1: true. So like take a gamble. Plus, I
2: think that there's so, I mean, and I'm not just saying this because I'm your friend, but just in like reading Playbill and Theater Mania, like there's interest in you. People yeah. want to see you be back involved in that project. Right. So. Well, so you're hosting the other one, the right. one that's at the Lucille Lortel Theater. We'll get, yeah. I'm such a bad host at this point. I don't have the dates off the top of my head, but we'll get them on our I website. I think it's
1: like February 20 something.
2: Okay. And so what are you doing as host? And it's Rebecca 12. Luca repa- repraising her role. Yes. Yeah.
1: So by, so I ran into Rebecca at the Broadway flea market. This was
2: such... We have to tell the story. Yeah. So
1: yeah. we went to the... You and I and Steve and Daisy all went to the Broadway flea market together. And we're like walking around and we were like, oh, where's the autograph table with all the celebrities? Let's go over there. And they were finished. But, like, standing back there was Rebecca and Danny Bernstein and... Um, Jessica
2: Hacked and Cherry Jones. Cherry Jones.
1: And then... So I, like, hopped to the fence and I was <laughs> up there chatting with them. And then, like, Alice Ripley came by. Yes. It was, it was a whole thing. And Rebecca said, hey, are you doing this Make-A-Wish Foundation Secret Garden concert? And I was like, mm, don't, don't know anything about it. And she's like, oh, well, I'll get them in touch with you. So by that point, they had already cast it pretty yeah. much. And so they were like, we'd love to have you involved you can either play this tiny little role. Sorry, we've already basically cast the thing. Or could you host? And I was like, I'll oh, I'll host. Yeah, I think that makes the most sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unless the girl playing Martha drops out, in which case, give me a call. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah.
2: Um, okay, so I want I'm, when we were talking about doing this catching up thing, we were yeah. I was saying like there's a couple of stories that you've told me over time that I'm wondering if you'll tell on the podcast, yeah, because they're just good stories. Um, the one was your story with Michael Mayer, yeah, so Michael Mayer's been on our show twice. we love Michael he's great, he's so great, and um okay, will you just, will you just tell us the story? Yeah,
1: so last year, um I was in New York for like a month, and I guess right before I'd come here, i so okay, so back. <laughs> <laughs> all right i was trying to get seen for hedwig oh and, right and i couldn't get seen and it was weird because i had i had talked to john cameron mitchell about it like
2: just for background john cameron mitchell was in the secret garden with daisy john cameron mitchell wrote hedwig yeah. and michael mayer was directing the broadway production
1: right and i and they had been talking about a broadway revival a couple years earlier and i'd asked john about it and, and he said that miriam was gonna reprise her role and then when it came around to it, he said, well, she's got two kids now, and she doesn't, she doesn't want to do it. And I was like, well, I'm very, very interested. And then I just couldn't get seen for it. So I was like, "Why? what is going on? Why can't I get seen for this? And then I remembered that when I was 17, I was up for uh, Stupid Kids that Michael Mayer was directing. And um, at the callbacks, where they were pairing up you know, potential cast members, um I was paired up with Keith Nobbs and we did the scene and and this had just come off of a few auditions I had had where in the room the director had been like you are so great you're perfect for this part and then I didn't get the role. Mm-hmm. So we're in the room and we do the scene and Michael Mayer says you guys are perfect for these roles can can you try XYZ and I and I you know as a joke I was like you know what Don't blow smoke up my ass. If I'm perfect for the role, just give me a contract. Otherwise, just give me my note. (laughs) You know, waka waka.
2: Did he laugh? I don't remember. Yeah.
1: So then I got cut. And (laughs) I went into the waiting room and I threw the script in the trash and I, like, jumped on it. And to me, I was doing this thing with, like, all of the actors that were there that's like, commiserating. Like, oh, isn't this so difficult? Um, and a few years after that, I met somebody, they came to see me in a show, they were at the opening night thing. I'd never, it was a perfect stranger. And he goes, oh, I heard, I heard about how you tried to sabotage everyone's stupid kids call back. And uh-huh. I was like, what? And he said, yeah, like you jumped on the script and the trash and you're, and I was like, oh my God, that's not at all. Like that was not my intention. So I was mortified that like this story was going around about me. So, I suddenly remembered that audition, and I was like, "Maybe Michael Mayer is understandably angry at me and like won't work with me and I was like, "All right, I need to make that right." So I wrote him a letter, and I said, "You know, I hope that you don't remember this, but i I have a feeling you do logistical
2: question. how did you find out where to send it? The I letter? sent
1: it to the um theater where Hedwig was happening
2: oh oh okay
1: um, and i I said, I'm so sorry. I, you know, I meant it as a joke and it probably didn't come off that way. Um, I was really going through a rough time. My mom had died shortly before then and I should have been taking a break, but I wasn't in any way. It's not an excuse. I just wanted to let you know that I have the utmost respect for you and I think you're great and I'm really sorry and congratulations on everything. Um, and then I was in New York, and my boyfriend, Kurt, was back in L.A., and he said, oh, you, you we're going through the mail via Skype. And he's like, here, uh, oh, some handwritten envelope? And I was like, what does it say? And he said, he's reading the, he's like, mayor? And I was like, oh, my God, open it.
2: Oh, my God.
1: So he opens it and reads it to me via like over Skype, and it's like, um, I have nothing but great memories of that um, audition process, and I think you're terrific, and... Uh, my mom is ill and so i understand how difficult it is and you know i i think you're great and i hope to reconnect with you and i was just a weeping mess <sighs> it was like a 17 year wound that finally healed
2: i remember you tweeted something about like that very thing and yeah. i was like texting you. i'm like what's happening what's what's yeah. going on and then you told me that story and i was like well, that is an amazing yeah, story
1: it's incredible i mean it's incredible
2: not to mention the fact that he seems like a guy with a pretty good sense of humor. Like, I can only imagine that if he did see any of that happening, he probably laughed. Right? You know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Although I can understand somebody being like, oh, okay, Tatum O'Neill. Dial <laughs> right, it down. You know really. what I mean? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Um, the other story I wanted to talk about was just y- you t- talking about working on. We didn't talk about this last time. You uh-huh. did James Joyce's The Dead. Yeah. Or maybe we talked about it a little bit. I, I knew nothing about it. I still don't know that much about it. But like a few weeks ago, you were telling me just about the cast and like yeah. who was in it. It was like Christopher Walken and it was you. It Chris
1: Walken and Blair Brown and. Alice Ripley and Emily Skinner and Marnie Nixon, Stephen oh Spinella. God. Whoa, I yeah. forgot that Marnie
2: Nixon and Stephen Spinella. Yeah. I mean, that is incredible. Just quickly, what is that yeah. show about?
1: So it's based on a, a James Joyce short story called the well called "The Dead." It's from his collection, "The Dubliners," and it's. Um, I mean, it's about this um, sort of Christmas dinner. I, maybe it's not Christmas. Do you know? Christmas. <laughs> the show didn't uh, last very long. Either. It didn't. I was really high the whole time. No, no, I wasn't.
2: Um, That's a joke. Don't a make joke, her write another guys. letter, you guys.
1: Uh, dear everyone. Um, sorry about that time I joked that I was doing cocaine. Um, so they go to this yearly dinner and um, the, this woman sees a young man who reminds her of this man that she was in love with years and you know when she was young and he died and it's a whole thing and it's it's about like i don't know it's james joyce it's about like despair and loneliness and (laughs) you know it's really an an uplifting tale
2: let's get to the chase christopher walken yeah how was that
1: it was really interesting um there was one night when we were still at playwrights and i need you to picture a really (laughs) tiny 99 seat theater where like the audience is basically right there Mm -hmm. and um one night he's out there, he starts the show speaking to the audience about this dinner party and we're watching him from backstage and we see he's like doing something with his like suspenders and he stands up and like he'd gotten his suspenders on but then he's like zipping up his... He had forgotten to to finish getting dressed (laughs) before he got on stage. He was literally half dressed. He was just like, midway through dressing, he was like, I don't know what he was doing. It's time to
2: get out on the stage. It's time
1: to go. Yeah. Um, and you know me. I'm like very forward and direct. And I would just talk to him like a normal person and ask him questions and stuff. I remember one day he asked me, uh, "He Daisy, Daisy, come here. How much does it cost to get on the subway these days? And I was like, Chris, it's. where do you live in a cave? It's a dollar fifty. What's wrong with you? And Alice Ripley's like, don't talk to him like that. And I'm like, why not? He's being an idiot. How much does the subway cost? Come on. He came to work one day in these like bizarre rubber shoes, and I was, and we were like, what, what, what's on your feet, Chris? He goes, they're my rocket ship shoes. <laughs> he um. He, and this will be corroborated if you read other people talking about Chris Walken. He he will frequently take, like, half-eaten pickles and half-eaten apples out of his pockets just <laughs> randomly and just take a bite and put them back in his pocket. They're, like, covered in lint. Oh, my God. He wears, like, drabby, you know, like, black whatever, and he'll, like, take a half-eaten pickle. And um, there was one day we were on break, and he's standing there eating his pickle, and there was a, an incidental line in the show where this old woman says i smell fish so we're standing there on break and i'm standing near him and i go i smell fish and he goes what i said no i just i smell fish and he was like do i smell of fish and i was like what no because i made a sea bass last night so i just wanted to make sure i don't no chris you don't you don't smell like fish i Eat, eat your pickle. Just eat your pickle and calm down.
2: Um, should we introduce our special guest? I
1: think we absolutely should. Okay,
2: so let's explain why you two gorgeous women are sitting in my living room.
1: Let's do that.
2: So you guys are doing um, a show at 54 Below. Yes. Can you tell us about the show and introduce Jordan?
1: I will. Um, Jordan is my life wife, my party wife, my show wife. Uh, her name is Jordan Kai Burnett, um, and she's terrific. We've known each other for... Three years and a million. Um, and we met doing a Jersey shore a frickin' rock
0: opera, in which I was playing Snooky and she was playing, uh, what? I played Sammy Sweetheart Understudy, but I was Angelina Dina. like right. The other show a week. <laughs> right. right. There was like a half a show a week. Yeah, it was like two shows a week, and then like a girl dropped out, so then I went in as like... The supporting lead of Sammy Sweetheart for a while. Yeah,
1: Fa- I remember who's, when
0: you did this. who's ty- whose main song is "Bitch in a Bed." It was like one of those like it's really epic bluesy, and you're like, "Well, I'm standing on stage pretending to be a Jersey Shore member. Like, this is the life I signed up for." <laughs> right, I gave head to a pickle every yeah, night, but like that's when I fell in love with you. It was like she would squeeze these pickles over her body. Like she'd rip a pickle in half and squeeze it over her. Like. Like Stella style, and like the juice would drip down her and arms. I d- Shake it out into the audience, and then I loved her forever. <laughs> so, so Jordan and
1: I um, in LA, where I lived up until recently, we had a bi-monthly show called Daisy and Jordan's Sunday Brunch of Shame. And We're
2: all about the bi here, by the way. Yeah, you know what I mean? You, you don't know, have to pick. Just no, it be... was like
0: gender fluid. Yeah, totally. Gender fluid monthly. <laughs> That's actually a new <laughs> thing. <else. laughs> subscription
1: today (laughs) um and uh for years i've been wanting to do a concert of james bond music and i just when i decided we were moving here i was like oh we're gonna do it in new york and jordan is gonna make it work and she's gonna come here she's gonna move here she just hasn't
0: like she hasn't figured that out yet. Um, well, I'm from here. I've just lived in LA for five years. So it's like the decision, like how close do I want to live to my mom? You know what I mean? Like yes. in pra- in terms of blocks. Yeah. Um, but the show, uh, the, when Daisy pitched the show, uh, We've been doing these comedy, we call them comedy shows with music because we don't want you to think it's a cabaret. Like we right. don't have a problem with cabaret; it's just not what we do. Right? I, I do. Oh, well, she, I also do it, but like, not this time. You know what I mean? Not when we're working together. Um, and I'll, also, what I love is that Daisy's holding the microphone in front of me. Like I'm unable. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm this. Be, it. No, I, it's really I love it, but it's better this way. Um, and uh, you know, talk into the mic. Honey. Okay, I'm, I'm learning how, um, But the new James Bond movie is coming out, and Daisy's always been this diehard James Bond fan. And so sort of in a... In... What's the word? When it's like... In conjunction with the new movie coming out, it seemed like the right time to sort of explore the themes of James Bond. I love... So
2: how's the show going to go? Is it going to be the songs connected with like a fun story, or is it going to be like you guys talking, like telling personal stories?
1: Well, no. It's going to be just like... It's called... It's called Rejected Bond Girls. Daisy and Jordan Rejected Bond Girls. We have um, a lot of amazing guests. We have Tony Award winner and former guest of the Theater People Podcast, first guest. First guest, Katie Huffman.
2: What's her middle name? I want to call her like Katie Marie Huffman. Yeah. 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 Is that right?
1: Did she tell you the story of her cockney dresser? Yes, but I don't remember. Um, I love this one. She she was I don't remember what show she was on, but she had a, dre- a dresser who was from like the n- north England somewhere. And um, one day, her dresser sees her name, Katie's name, written out. It's C A D Y. Oh goes, yeah. Oh, it's Katie. I thought it was Katie. <laughs> 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 yes, yeah, she did tell us that story. Anyway, um, we have Tony nominee Beth Malone, uh, from who's going to be
2: our very soon guest.
1: Very soon guest. We have future Tony Award winner Eric Anderson. Oh, I love that guy. from Rocky and Kinky Boots and um, South Pacific and Waitress. Waitress and
2: and, and, uh, Soul Doctor, which he was amazing and very short-lived. Yes. Oh, and Rocky. Did we say that already? Yeah.
1: And uh, the Skivvies, which we're super excited about. And we also have another really
0: fun special celebrity guest. Oh, and Recent Edition. Marty Thomas. Right?
1: Oh, I love um, her. Yeah. 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 So,
0: just giving some like,
1: s- and some others, and then we yeah. have a, a super duper special celebrity guest star that actually we booked while I was sitting
0: here in Patrick's yeah. living room. Yeah, I know who it is. A you guys. couple months ago, that we're not allowed to promote. We're not allowed to promote it, but it's like one of those things that, like, all I want to do is promote it. Of course, I'm well, especially because exactly they're like you can't, and so I'm like, but I have to, I have to like.
2: Let's, let's tell them who it isn't. <clears> okay. <throat> so it's not it's not Kristen Chenoweth.
0: It's not. Tina Turner. No. It's it's not Christopher Walken.
1: Mm-mm. I really I'm wanted really Chris sure. Walken. I wanted Chris to come in and sing a view to a kill. Oh my god. Meeting
0: you with a view <laughs> to a kill. Why don't you tell him there's like like a lot of half pickles? in it for him if he does it
1: yeah we can't pay you but we're gonna give you some linty yeah. half pickles yes. <laughs> we have
0: like a jar of pickles that we've eaten some of and kept in They're our pockets all yours if you wanna
2: <laughs> but wait so how, how are we connecting this? song like what is, what's it gonna it's be gonna like
0: it's gonna be
1: like songs and then we have some fun video stuff so, that we're doing well the
0: idea is that so I mean I'm gonna give this yeah, the storyline that we've sort of written because when we write these shows what what usually ends up happening is that Daisy writes she writes this sort of outline with like some stuff and then we end up riffing because like we're lazy. No, because we're funny. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. No, we're lazy. no, I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. We're not lazy. Just funny. Just, just funny. Just funny. Just funny. Just <laughs> <laughs> um, and so with this show, what we've sort of been toying with is like what you said, like how do you tie all of the themes together without being like, and next we are pleased to present, you know. Yeah. So the idea <laughs> is that Daisy and I have screen tested for.
2: Oh, Bo- I like it.
0: For Bond girls and this is sort of our retelling of our experience doing so and all of the things we've learned about James Bond mm-hmm. in the process which is amazing because you know what Daisy was like we got to do a James Bond show for me I'm like okay yeah. I saw Casino Royale yeah I saw Skyfall. It would be like if Jordan said we have to do a Twilight Twilight. show, right? Like if I was like, "We're going to do a show about vampires and Twilight," and (laughs) Daisy would be like, "Okay, well, I'm along for the ride because I love you, but I like don't have any idea what you're talking about."
2: Totally, I'm I'm with you by the way. My husband is obsessed with James Bond and knows all the stuff, and I'm like, I don't.
0: But I think it's good. Like I think it's important to have a little bit of both. Like because if you have, you know, you have Daisy who knows everything about James Bond, and then you have me who knows that like Daniel Craig's hot,
2: right? Totally, and
0: like that my mom had. The Pierce Brosnan flip phone yeah. that like he had in the movie. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, and then so there's that sort of spectrum between the two because not everybody's going to show up and know everything and not everybody's going to... Sh- and then a lot of people are going to show up and be diehards. So right, you got to yeah, have yeah, a yeah. little yeah. bit of both. Yeah. And there's going to be like
1: fun trivia and like prizes. probably some bubble gun prizes and, and stuff. Prize that we love to give
0: away... Like in our shows, we like live for giving away prizes. In our that. Brunch
1: of Shame, we usually have like a half-naked hunk on stage Ooh. that we objectify. Are,
2: are you inviting me to... Would you get? So you're saying you'd like me to be happy? Well, naked we weren't going
1: to do that during we the no podcast, but uh, yeah.
2: okay. All right. Well, just listen. I'm available.
1: Yeah. So he usually selling um, tickets. He usually <laughs> hands out the prizes, and we just spend the show objectifying him. Yeah. But that's not going to be in the Bond Girl show. But if there's anybody out there with a lot of money who wants to produce Daisy and Jordan's Sunday yeah. Brunch
0: of Shame, well, that's also where it came from. Is that Daisy and I have wanted? You know, um, like I said, I'm from New York. So like all the people, all the people I grew up with, my family. My friends, all of my friends, because I really only have Jordan is wiping time. her nose a lot. She's um. I did a lot of cocaine last night. You guys, oh, last joking. night was Halloween. I had a, I have a sinus infection. Yeah, like, totally. I don't know what. You're I'm gonna have about. to write a letter though. It's, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry everyone <laughs> for that time I joked about doing cocaine. Um, <laughs> uh, but we've wanted to do brunch of shame in New York for a while, and it's it's sort of strange because it's. In L.A., we have this venue where we always do our show, Rockwell Table and Stage, which is sort of equipped for brunch. Mm-hmm. Like They do eggs, and they'll let us come do our show. Right. Whereas in New York, I, I don't know if it's just different now than it used to be, but it's it's harder to find a brunch space that isn't just going to be like, you can be here for an hour, and it's going to be people that don't really come to brunch. Uh-huh. You know, we want a brunch vibe. And so we were sort of toying with We want with you, people yeah. who want to eat Eggs Benedict. And watch us in our nudity. Not nudity dudes, well, but like, almost you know, function. strippy tees. Yeah. So we want people that are on board. So it's a little harder to find that. So we've been toying around with this idea of like, okay, so what do we do? Like Daisy and Jordan's pregame or post shit? You know, like what yeah. do, we do at, how do we do our show at night and still make it exciting? Because that's what we love about our show is like right. we're doing it at 11 in the morning and like you're you're it's a show that you could see at midnight, but you're going to see it at 11. Tonight. Right. And we've had people show up from the night before, like That's just from partying the night before. Yeah. And we give prizes if we do it. But so long story short, we were trying to find a way to do our show at night, you know? And so when James Bond came up and Daisy was like, Oh my God, James Bond. Ah! It just <laughs> seems like, it seemed like the right choice. Yeah. So.
2: Yay. Okay. Right, what are the dates or what is the date?
0: The date is
1: uh Sunday, November 15th at nine thirty at uh, 54 below Feinstein's and 54 below. Feinstein's 54 below. Sorry, right. we keep forgetting. I know, that. me too. I actually
0: haven't forgotten it a single time. You, <laughs> you did
1: on the on the video.
0: <sighs> I also called it Studio 54 below because like I find that like all of my mom's friends, if they don't right. know what 54 below is, they'll be like, "Oh, that's where I saw the cabaret." You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah, then they like yeah, they have totally. an idea. At least they'll show up to the right address.
1: Right. Um. So for a limited time, and I think while the When the podcast airs, it maybe will still be going, but you can use the code BON35 to get. Are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. 35% off your tickets. Holy
2: moly, that is a good price. Yeah.
0: It's like if you come see us, it'll be cheaper than a movie. It'll be cheaper than a movie and a lot more fun. And way more singing. I mean, unless you're going to see Human Centipede
1: 5. Oh, right. did they make
0: that? <clears throat> Could you imagine Human Centipede the musical? And they did that. Oh, of course they did. <laughs> no, It's like, Daisy and I have all these brilliant ideas. And then, you know, it's like...
1: Is there a song called, I Wish I Wasn't Sewn to Your Asshole?
0: <laughs> or like, um, what do I do with my mouth next? <laughs> you know, it's like... Sorry, I'm, I have to drink this coffee. Oh, okay. God. <laughs> So good. It's like we just can't help ourselves. We're just so disgusting. But that's like I think what works is that nobody else ever like approved of us in the, on our own. Right. And then we found each other. Yes. Can I? Can I tell a nerdy story? Please. So I because I feel like it's Here, really you okay. I, now I'm holding it, and I feel like I'm doing like awkward no, JC Penny posing. <laughs> um, but I come from like I'm like the show queen of show queens, and so I, um you know, I grew up listening. To Secret Garden, I saw it, like, a gazillion times. I would, like, act it out in my bedroom. Did you see it with Daisy in it? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so amazing. Oh, yeah. And I never met Daisy until um, Shorsical, but, like, I was in my... And I, I, I also, by the way, saw the dead.
2: And, you like, did? Yeah,
0: I saw yeah, the... she...
1: The first time like she came over to my apartment, I have a poster from the show, and she's looking at it, and she goes, adieu to Bally Shannon. And I was like, how do you... We didn't make a record. Like, how do you know that? Cause I'm awesome. She knows oh my everything.
0: God. Yeah. I'm, I mean like I, I'm like, I'm, I'm like one of the, all that chat Broadway world kids. Like when that started, I was yeah. like sitting in my house being like, I know a dream cast for Sweeney Todd. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> like that's how I grew up and then, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, um, when I met Daisy, it's like sort of twofold. When I met Daisy, we like, we met and I was like, I'm so awkward, but I love you. I don't want to tell you because I want you to think I'm cool. Um, and like not a musical theater, because we know, cause yeah. you out. And I was saying something like in passing and I was like, yeah, you know, the leaves are out and the sun is shining and like winter's on the wing. But I didn't mean it about Daisy. I just said it because it's like a thing I say. Yeah. And she was, and then like the most epic of eye rolls happened. <laughs> and then I kind of forgot about, no, I didn't forget about Secret Garden. I love Secret Garden, but you know, Daisy is like she said, she's my life wife. Yeah. You know, so I don't think about it a lot. And I'm like, maybe a month and a half ago, uh, maybe two months ago, whatever. I'm I'm listening to Spotify, and Wick comes on, and I'm having this moment in my life where I'm like, oh God, I hope my life is Wick. Uh huh. You know, like this is the moment where I'm like, it if it, it has a life. It c- it could happen. Yeah. You know, <laughs> everything could get better. <laughs> You have to clear away the dead part. I'm like having this moment. Anyway, so I start listening to it and I always love that part where, it's so nerdy, I do this in front of her all the time, it's so embarrassing, but I love the part where she's like, a coming cool up and it's just like for 20 years I've been doing like coming cool up by myself in my room and I start sobbing. I'm like doing my makeup in my room. I'm like, I start sobbing and I call Daisy and I'm like, Hi. And, she, and i call her crying a lot so she's sort of like <laughs> hi babes what's wrong and i'm like um don't be mad at me and she's like why what happened i was like um i was listening to win and i realized that like you inspired me to like be who i am
1: uh... and, like, i had
0: this like really crazy moment where i was like this person like truly this person that made me think like oh i can be on broadway and i can be a kid and i can like love musical theater is now the person that like I call when I'm worried that I got accidentally pregnant. You know what right. I mean? Or something like that. No, right. Or whatever's going on. And so I called and I was crying and crying. like, you just, you know, sometimes I don't realize that, like, even though you're my best friend, like, this is like, I've been waiting for this my whole life. Like, I just yeah. had, like, a full <laughs> meltdown about it. Like, a full, like, flop sweat. Like, on my couch, like, listening to uh, Come to My Garden. Just, like, oh. losing my mind. But I, I, I like that story because I love it. I think it's
2: important. You guys are amazing. I can't wait to see your show. I'm going to be there. So, listeners, if you want to join me at my table, tweet at me, and we'll figure out... If you buy tickets, we'll figure out a way that we can all sit together. Yeah? I also
0: think that there's a Groupon right now. Oh, for just, 54 uh, Below? For, for... Signs 54 Below. Oh. I think there's a Groupon right now, so you can buy your Groupon and then come see our show. Oh, that's a great and idea. We'll
2: talk
1: about... Maybe we'll talk to the... Find Science 54 below people about specifically having a theater people yeah. podcast table.
2: That would be amazing. Yeah, right? That would be so great. Yeah, that'd be so good. I'd love it. Well, I love you guys. You guys are amazing. We
0: love you. We love you. Jordan, so nice to meet you. It's so nice to meet you. Daisy. I, I just, your your daughter in that Hamilton costume. Is oh just, my God. Like, I can't stop thinking about <laughs> yeah, it. I'm going to dream about it forever.
2: Halloween was yesterday and Daisy, my Daisy, was Hamilton for Halloween and it genius. was epic. I mean, it was just, oh my God. We built the entire Cosm around her hair so we started there and worked backwards
0: <laughs> it's just what's right about the world exactly in my very
1: opinion <laughs> try to say that gay people shouldn't be allowed to adopt after seeing the picture of Daisy <laughs> as Lynn manuel Miranda as, as Hamilton
2: him. oh my god well Steve and I are doing what we can to further the cause thank
1: you <laughs> you're killing it you're killing the game for sure alright
2: we'll see you guys November 15 hooray, hooray. hooray. okay bye Theatre People is produced by Mike Jensen and me Patrick Hines Mike edited this episode Special thanks, as always, to Bradley Bean, Steve Tipton, Eric Emsh, Keith Allen Herzog, Ellen Marie Marsh, and the staff at Oswalds. We've got another catching up episode coming at you next week. That one features Tony Award winner Anna Lee Ashford. It's hilarious. Until then, tell your friends about us. Let's get the theater community
1: talking.